Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCollum. Great. Thank you and good morning and welcome to another exciting edition of The Coaching Show. Each and every week bringing you people, uh, interviews, talks with people who are out in the cutting edge doing something interesting in the world of coaching, the world of human development, leadership development, or just, just something plain weird. My name is Christopher McCulloch, Master Certified Coach, which is how you have to say that. You have to change the register in your voice. Duh. Uh, with me is uh, our in-studio guest co-host. What is your name? Clarice Connolly. And Clarice, what is your role? Know your role. <laughs> I get the really amazing and absolutely exceptional human beings on our show here to come and share some wisdom, educate us, let us know what's going on, what's happening, what to do, what not to do. And I'm also mm -hmm. a life coach in her third year this month. Really excited about that. Do you like to talk about yourself in the third per person? <laughs> I should have asked, does Clarice <laughs> like to talk about herself in the third person? It's a person? lot more fun that way. You she know, it's every week we just switch it up, make different things happen. Clarice feels like today's going to be a great day, people. <laughs> um, the, uh, all right. And if people want to, people uh, fall in love with the dulcet tones of your voice and want to work with you as a coach, how do we reach you? Empoweringwomen.coach. Empoweringwomen, plural, dot coach. Great. Um, uh, Christopher McCall, Master Certified Coach, as I said, here's what you need to know. Uh, I went to that conversation, singular, among masters, plural, uh, conference, and we're going to have not only the conference organizers and the keynotes from that conference on, but also some people with impressions of the conference. It was really powerful. And as I uh, teased you with last week, we talked about uh, with a futurist, David Houle, about the future of coaching. And he said, uh, basically, we might be up against uh, being replaced by AI. He AI. said, us oh. and uh, attorneys would be most likely replaced by AI soonest. Um, yeah, pretty exciting. Uh, so you'll definitely want to stay tuned for those interviews. In other show notes and other uh, actual life notes, as you know, this year the International Coach Federation is not having their global international conference. That's happening next year, 2019, in Croatia. Did I tell you I'm going to Croatia this month? That's this month? I am. What? I know. I feel like that. I feel just like that. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, right. So this year, what we've got is regional conferences and the ICF Capital Conference, Capital Coaches Conference, say that three times really fast, uh, is happening in Washington, D.C. But also this month, in next week, I'm going to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for the ICF Midwest Regional Conference. Now, that conference is usually pretty great. Not sure about Pittsburgh. I'm they're going to they're I'm trying. I'm going to a p Pirates game. You're, uh, where are you from? Pittsburgh. Yeah. There's a good renaissance happening. Things, Carnegie Mellon and... Uh, I'm going to need a list. The I got you. Do you? Okay, yeah. good. All right. Uh, what else? Um, do we need to let people know? Any show coaching. notes? Oh, accomplishment. <laughs> Would you help a brother out? <laughs> so if you're looking for the Ivy League training of coaching, like looking for your Yale, your Harvard, accomplishment coaching is just that. They have very high standards, very high rigor, and it's not just your average coaching program. It's a year long. You get your own coach for the entire year. You meet in person like one weekend a month for 12 months. It's amazing. And they really do an exceptional job. So if you're interested in getting trained or my favorite part about it is if you want to just check it out, 
like a little fly on the wall and see what they're doing on a Saturday morning. You can come and observe 10 to 12, no strings attached, and just see what they're doing in real time. That's so important because for most people, coach training is like a black box. You can go and you can get a sales pitch or you can go and you can get a brochure, mm -hmm. but you don't actually know what's going on. At Accomplishment Coaching, you can go and find out, actually see, feel, experience for yourself the world's finest coach training program. Uh, I, I'm feeling neglectful because Accomplishment Coaching has been the sponsor of this program for since we a couple of years after we started, so like 16 years, and I almost forgot. Thank you so That's much. Okay. Uh, check it out, accomplishmentcoaching.com. What are the cities? Let's see if we can run down the cities. San Diego, California. Mm, nice. Seattle, Washington. Beautiful. Uh, Vancouver, nope. Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. <laughs> nice. <laughs> don't go to Vancouver. <laughs> don't go. Okay. But it's pity, though, but it not is. for this. Chicago, mm -hmm. Washington, D.C. Nation's capital, very important for coaching. And New York City. New York City. Got yeah. some, they got some things happening leaders there yeah <laughs> okay great uh so if you're in, in or near or going to be in any of those cities then uh, check it out accomplishmentcoaching.com you can come by uh and again pittsburgh uh, next week check it out the icf midwest regional coaches conference all right i think that's all the anything you want to share with the class i feel like we don't know each other we haven't talked <laughs> no that's all i got no new love new love is happening no no okay we won't talk about it then fine <laughs> have it your way a little grumpy today i can tell all right uh our first guest i'm delighted i've been very excited um i've read her book quantum success uh but she's best known as a transformational leader also a celebrity coach and the new york times best-selling author of a previous book the art of having it all a woman's guide to unlimited abundance how about that you want some unlimited abundance yeah absolutely that's why i have her on she's appeared in all over the place the today show people magazine 17 women's day among others, she's the CEO and founder of Quantum Success Learning Academy and the Quantum Success Coaching Academy, a 12-month Law of Attraction coaching certification program. We need to do that. Yeah. Um, Christie's helped thousands of people worldwide to achieve their goals through empowerment seminars, messages. Life, her life-changing messages have reached over 200,000 people each month, uh, and she has been promoted and featured alongside esteemed authors such as, you know some of these people, uh, the late Dr. Wayne Dyer, mm -hmm. Marion Williamson, Brian mm -hmm. Tracy, Neil Donald Walsh, and Abraham Hicks. Currently uh, residing in Arizona, please welcome to our microphones, Christy Whitman. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks, Christopher. Thanks, Clarice. Yay. Thank, thank you for using pleasure. our actual names. I love that. I feel connected to Christy. <laughs> <laughs> When you want me to call you Bert and Ernie? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that sometimes. It does. I get to be Bert with the unibrow. Let's uh, talk to the woman. So let's let's say nice things. I'm very excited. So in your new boo, in your new book, <laughs> your boo. <laughs> See, you do have a relationship thing going on. Um, All right. <laughs> Quantum success: seven essentials for laws for a thriving. Joyful. Start over. Start over. That didn't make any sense. What is it? <laughs> You have a new book. I just want to hear about it. I want to tell everyone about it. This book right here, Quantum Success. We're holding it up to the microphones. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a long title, so bear with me. Seven Essential Laws for a Thriving, Joyful, and Prosperous Relationship with Work and Money. So yay. It, I'm, <laughs> yay. So good. We're all very proud. <laughs> so in this book, you teach people how to create an upward spiral of success by understanding the universal forces of alignment and momentum. Can you talk a little bit about these two forces and the role that they play in creating success? Absolutely. So glad you asked. So as a human being living in this, you know, in this life that we're in, we have both a physical part of us and a non-physical part of us. 
So as I talk about in the law of polarity, there's two aspects, right? There's the front of your hand, the back of your hand. There's one extreme of fear, the other extreme of love. There's you know failure, success, whatever you want to call those two different poles. Um, for us, we are metaphysical and we're also physical. So in order for us to create like massive quantum success, we're talking exponential success, not just a linear step-by-step -step process, which is fine too if you want that, but to create really a success where whatever action you're taking in the physical world, you're actually creating with complete alignment so that the doors open, you know, it doesn't feel like you're pushing and striving and, you know, you're overwhelmed over work. So alignment is really a key to that. And then taking action steps, creating momentum is the other key. So what is alignment? Alignment is if you have a desire, if you have an intention, if you have a goal that you you really connect and align your beliefs, your perspectives, your thoughts, your emotions with the success of that. So you have this alignment energetically. And then with that, you make the phone call, you do the coaching call, you get on stage, you do whatever it is that is required from you as the physical counterpart to non-physical. And then you create massive success. It sounds uh, a little woo woo. So for those of us that, you know, struggle with terms like metaphysical, what are we talking about? We're talking about energy. Everything in the universe is energy. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it can be considered woo-woo, but it's a fact of what happens in our universe. I mean, everything from, you know, a rock to the human being has energy. And we have atoms, molecules. I mean, and then there's space in between the atoms and the molecules. So we're talking about actually working with vibration and energy and matching with the frequency like Einstein says it you know you have said it years ago that if you want to manifest something you have to match your frequency and vibration to what that thing is so for example we're talking to coaches right if a coach is struggling to find clients and they're struggling to make the money that they want or create the impact that they want there's a certain vibration to that there's a there's a vibration to struggle there's a vibration to Ugh, you know, that that feeling of it just can't seem to get this thing moving. I can't seem to attract the clients that I want or make the money or create the impact. And then there's also a different vibration of someone that's succeeding, that has the amount of clients that they want each month, that is creating the type of impact that they want to create, that is making the funds that they want to make to be able to invest in themselves, to live, to reinvest in their business, to go and, and attract even more clients. So everything is vibratory. And you know, someone making $50,000 a year, they have a different frequency and vibration than someone making $100,000 a year. This is, uh, reminds me of that old Albert Brooks line of if only desperation and terror were attractive in our society, right? So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, let, me, let me try and pick up what you're laying down for those of us that are a little bit behind the curve on the, in the um, you know, world of vibration and energy, right? So, uh, and, Clarice is making fun because apparently with my gray hair comes some authority and uh, unawareness. Um, <laughs> so, so what you're suggesting and suggesting in the book is that all levels of our existence, the, the physical and the emotional and the mental mind frame, that we're engaging with the universe, so to speak, in, a, in energy. And yes. that our energy then attracts similar energy. So when we're desperate and lonely, we are unlikely to attract anything more than more desperation and loneliness to us. Whereas if we're feeling good and positive and joyful, then we attract a different kind of energy to us. Is that 
Is, am I picking that's up? That's exactly it. So we are, everything is energy and we are like energy towers that are sending out a signal all day, every day. And the way that we think and the way we what the perspective that we hold, the, the motions that we have, they're like sick. They're signals that go mm -hmm. out to the universe. And there is one of the first laws I talk about, which most people are familiar with is the law of attraction. And law of attraction is it, it, people say, oh, the law of attraction doesn't work or, oh, it works for a parking spot, but it doesn't work to attract clients. Law of attraction is working all the time. It's a, literally a mirror reflection. It's like throwing out a boomerang and then having it come back. So if you're having issues, if you're feeling in lack or limitation at all, mm -hmm. then you are going to continue to track lack and limitation unless you deliberately choose how you want to experience, what essence you want to bring in. Now, essence is you know, we all want something, whether it's greater career success, more money in the bank, whatever it is, we all want something because we think we're going to feel a certain way once we have it. Right. So, and, and that's the backwards approach that most of us have been trained with as a human being, that if I want to feel successful, I have to go do this and then I'll feel successful. But how many of us have gone and hit that goal only to go, well, that was empty. I mean, I remember that when I, you know, my, I've had two books hit the New York Times, and when I first became an author 17 years ago, I remember thinking, okay, well, what's the best? Like, what is the, the, you know, the top to say that I've really made it as an author? Mm -hmm. And it was become a New York Times bestselling author. Yeah. So I would, you know, feel the essence of it. I would feel the success of it. I'd feel like how my life would be different and what I would feel like and raise my vibration and took the momentum, took the action steps to make sure that whatever new book I was coming out, I had the strategies in place. And I remember that moment when I, you know, was told that your book hit the New York Times. And there was a moment of like, wow, you know, yay, I hit it. I remember looking down at my kids who were one and a half and three at the time. And I'm like, mommy's a New York Times bestselling author. <laughs> You're and so lucky. Looked, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. And, and they looked at me like, so. Yeah, and that's what it we're still felt hungry, like. Right. It's what it felt like moments after. It was like, okay, that was empty. And this is and this is what you talk about in the book, the upending the superstition of materialism. I recently had this too, as as Clarice and some of our frequent listeners know. I bought myself a fancy car, and I thought, oh man, that's going to be it, right? And I wanted the car, and I yearned for the car, and I desired the car, and then I got the car, and I was like, oh, it's ultimately just a car. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's fun in the beginning. It's like, woo, look at me! I can drive it and right. like play with the buttons and all that. And then after you drive it for just a little bit, it's like, okay, it's a car. You know, and, and that's the thing is that we make these things be so big in our minds, right? Oh, if I just have the guy, if I just find the husband, if I just get the money in the bank, if I just get that car, then I'm going to feel this way. But it's an, it's an outside-in approach versus an inside-out approach, which with, with the discussion we had about everything being vibration, if you conjure up and allow yourself to feel successful – you start to attract more things that vibrates and gives you opportunity to feel successful. But it's not get this, then you'll feel. It's feel this, then you get. Yeah, I love that. There's an element, <clears throat> pardon me, there's an element of like if you're relating to it as like a fix of like this is the problem and I'm lacking here because I don't have funds and to fix it I need funds. It's like then that's actually not in alignment it sounds like and it's also no. not yeah. in, like supporting you. Your... Well, and this also goes against the law. One of the mm -hmm. laws I talk about, which I feel is the most important law, if everybody is going to learn about you know, the secret or the law of attraction and, or, or wanting to know about universal laws, the one law that pulls all these together 
is the law of sufficiency and abundance. And exactly what you're talking about, Clarice, if you're coming from a place of, I don't have enough, I'm not enough, you know, no matter what I do, I can't seem to get ahead. You're coming from a perspective of lack and you can never attract abundance or success or prosperity or opulence or luxury or whatever it is you're after from a place of lack and limitation. It's way too polar opposite of frequencies and you just can't get what you want from that place. And I love that too, because it's funny. It's, I feel like everyone knows what law of attraction is. And then you say law of sufficiency and abundance. I'm like, oh, well, what's that yeah. law? Most <laughs> important law. Because here's the thing is that, you, like I said, the doorway into abundance is coming from a place of being satisfied. It's, it's sufficient. It's enough. And when you go through that doorway, so how do you do that? You, you practice the positive aspects. I remember being in corporate America and I hated what I was doing. I was a sales training manager for a biotech company and I had a, you know, a boss that everybody called the Eagle cause he was always like snooping and looking over our shoulder. It felt horrible to be in that type of work environment, but I would sit there and I would write down all the positive aspects. I knew that I was going to go full time in my coaching. I knew that I was going to be speaking on stages. I knew that that's what I wanted to do. But my current reality was I was working a nine to five job you know, in a corporate environment. And so I would sit there and, and say, what are the positive aspects here? How can I find sufficiency in what I'm doing and get excited for what's coming? So I would write down, you know, I have nights and weekends off so that I can coach my clients then. I have, you know, a really good pay te- uh, paycheck so that I'm able to invest in my business and go take coaching training or take speaker training or marketing training, whatever it is. And I would, you know, hey, I've got time. I've got some friends that work for the company, so I get to play with them a couple times a day. I would look for all the different positive aspects because I knew that if I was stuck on, oh, this sucks and he sucks and I Mm -hmm. hate this and I have no purpose or passion or meaning in what I'm doing, that's in lack. And I would never be able to get to where I wanted to go in the manner in which I wanted to do it if I stayed there. It's um it's such important work, and I want to talk about the practical applications of it. But first, I want to let people know you can go to the website Quantum Success <coughs> Book. Pardon me, and the uh, Quantum is spelled, of course, Q U A N T U M. Success is S U C C E S S Book dot com because you know education is going down the tube, so we got to spell things. Uh, my my, ch- my cheerleader and me want S U C C E S S. Nice. Everybody stand up. Everybody. Um, okay. Uh, we should also point out that you can find Christy Whitman. That's C H R I S T Y W H I T M A N on Instagram, on YouTube, on the Facebook, on Twitter, and that LinkedIn that's very popular now. Um, I uh, I want to talk about the practical applications because we got let's let's think of some of our listeners today. Uh, many of our listeners are starting out as a coach. They're in their first uh, few years of coaching, as our delightful Clarice is. What what if you could give one of these essential laws, if you could like take our heads out of a dark place and give us one thing, those people that are starting up in a solopreneur and entrepreneurial service oriented role, what would you have those people do or stop doing? Well, the biggest thing I see for coaches, because I've trained thousands of coaches over the years since 2008 with the Quantum Success Coaching Academy. And the biggest thing that I see is that coaches just starting out don't understand or know their value. It, it, it's it's a really weird phenomenon. I'm sure you've seen this, but it's like someone could work for a company, get a paycheck, receive that paycheck, but when it comes to themselves and putting themselves out there, it they have a block 
and, and there's a lot of things that go on with that, but it's, it, it all comes from not knowing the value that you have in your coaching. And sometimes that takes, you know, a little bit of getting success stories and seeing the, the successes that your clients have, but it's really knowing the value of coaching of what you offer and then really seeing the value that the client is going to get. Because if you know that, okay, this client comes and works with me, I have absolutely no doubt that when a client works with me, that person's life is going to shift and change in so many ways that it's going to be, um, you know, miraculous. And they're going to have the shifts and change and success and manifestations that they do want. I know that without a doubt. I've also had many years of doing this. So it's really easy for me to charge a fee or to offer my services or to talk about the benefits and the, you know, the, the really... The, the success that you can have, you know, having an accountability coach, having someone really allowing you to go back into yourself and, cha you know, changing limiting beliefs and putting it together a, an action plan so that you're creating that space of alignment momentum. I don't have a problem, but in the beginning I did. I was making over $100,000 a year. And I remember my first client wanting to actually, she came to me wanting to hire me because she was on my team when I was a pharmaceutical rep. And she, how much do you, how much would you charge? And like a huge frog in my throat, I said $65 a session, you know, and <laughs> 60, right. <laughs> yeah. 65. I was, I was choking over $65 for an hour session. And, you know, and that, because in that time I didn't know, I knew that I could apply this information in my own life. And I know that I kind of helped people out here and there, but to have an official client that's going to pay me money for yeah. my services, I didn't I have that confidence that she was going to get the results that she really wanted because I didn't have the experience it's yet. An, and it's hilarious because those exact same coaches, and this is me on a soapbox, those exact same coaches, if you ask them about anything else, if you say, what movie did you see recently or, or, or what's the coach training program that you did, they have no problem. They'll go on like the cheerleader that they are, right? Oh, yes. I did Quantum Success Coaching Academy. You should do it. It's the best program ever. Come on down, you know, like that, right? And then you right. say, well, tell me about yourself as a coach. And they're like, I don't know. Uh, you know, that's uh, right. So yeah. what I hear you saying is that there's actual action to take that we should know and trust the value we are, we provide as a coach, but there's actually action to take about generating. You know, we don't um, always feel like we're the most confident or we don't feel like we're the most, um, you know, the best coach on the planet, but to get out there and represent ourselves like that is, is an action item. Is that, am I picking it up right? Or yes. is there more to say? Yes, it's it's both internal and external, you know, so if you're going to go to say a network, let's get practical application. If you're going to go to a networking event where there's potential clients that are there, it's really important for you to take the time to build yourself up, whether it's saying affirmations or seeing those five clients that you want to attract, for example, seeing them achieve the success that they want and you being the conduit for that, you know, seeing those conversations where the, where the person that you're talking about what you do and they're like interested and they say, how can I sign up for you with you? You know, really feeling what it feels like to have already what you want manifested, to have that client paying you that money and be doing and being the sessions and, and being the coach that you want to be and then going out and doing it, being there, getting involved in conversations because there's two parts of it, right? You know, we could take action. There is the physical part. We could take action all day long. We could go to networking events and talk to as many people. But if we don't believe in ourselves and our energy is of that we have of a low vibration, people are going to pick up on that. They're going to know that you don't know what you're talking about or that you don't feel good about 
yourself or that you don't have confidence, right? So there's the action alone. And then there's other coaches that I see that they meditate all day long and they, you know, visualize and they do their affirmations, but they don't leave their house to actually go and talk to anybody. (laughs) Or pick up a phone or a Skype or a, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So they don't put themselves out there. So it's the combination of both. It's the alignment with, I know I have value and I know that the value I offer as a coach is going to change your life. And then getting in front of those people, like you said, whether it's sending an email, getting on a phone call, going out and, and, and networking, whatever it is, that is your mode of taking that momentum. Mm-hmm. And as an old uh, coach, and I know you want to get in here, um, as an old coach, I want to tell people, go to the events. Because we go to a few networking events and we're like, oh, there's just other sad, desperate people too, <laughs> right? Terrified people <laughs> like me. But if you don't talk to those humans, then you know, don't don't worry about them hiring you. Find out who they know. Find out where they're connected. Find out where they go to, you know, whatever it is, school, church, um, you know, uh, play, recreation. Because those people know humans, and those humans are your clients. End of yeah. end of sermon. What do you got? <laughs> end what, rant. What, what, yeah. <laughs> yes. And real, one, one thing I want to say this, because it just seems appropriate, Christopher, when, in saying this, is that a lot of times people, because they're in that lack place, I need to get a client, I mm-hmm. need to make money, you know, so they go into those events thinking, what can I get? Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of what can I give? Can give? And so the conversations are very different. The energy is very different when I know you've been all we've all been around someone that is very much a, uh, you know, they're, they're just a, they want to get, you know, they they're it's, it's like, you feel like you're being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you're being hunted or something. It's it's just a very slimy, icky energy. But when you come into a situation and you're like, I'm here to give, I have gifts to give, I'm here to give. And you start having a conversation from that place and you start questioning the other person, like what, you know, what would you like to be different in your life? Mm -hmm. What's the contrast in your life that you would like to change? You know, then you get them to talk and it's like, well, I'm, I, I've helped people do that before. I could totally help you. And then the person's like, really? I've just identified something that I don't like in my life that's causing me struggle. It's causing me pain. And you're telling me that you have what you have my solution. You could help me bridge from where I am to where I want to be. I mean, it's a no brainer. Yeah. So I have two really big questions I want to ask. The first one I'm very curious about. Um, I find that many people feel as though they are in this like negative spiral in their careers. The harder they work, the less they have the show for it, and they just become more and more discouraged. Right, or successful and miserable, right. Yeah. Right, where it's can, like, yeah, no, no matter how much money it doesn't, yeah, go ahead. Can you share, like, some things that you found that help to reverse this kind of negative momentum? Yes, when we're in negative momentum, right, we are involved in it. So we are our consciousness. We're, we're attached to that, right? The, something happens. It's a very conditional way of living, right? So this happens, therefore I feel this way. So it's that outer in instead of the inner out. So it's taking the time to really conjure up that feeling of success. When in your life have you felt successful? You know, what are you doing that has led to success? Because again, if you look at any human life, nothing's ever been all bad and nothing's ever been all good. But what we tend to focus on and what we tend to allow ourselves to feel, you know, I could look at times in my life where I felt like I failed or things weren't going the way I wanted or I worked really hard and I didn't get the outcome. And it feels really bad to be in that place because it's in, we're coming from lack. If you start to look at things from a perspective of it's either lack sufficiency or abundance it's it's like a it's like a spectrum am i in lack am i in this is enough this is sufficient and more is coming and i'm excited about that 
that brings you into the place of abundance. But we get stuck in those places of it's not enough, I'm not enough. And and like Christopher was saying, you've got people that, you know, do they make a lot of money and they do a lot of things, but they're still terrified because they're gonna lose it. Or they're afraid that, you know, it's it's gonna end, or they just still are miserable. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, look look at the evidence of, you know, the couple of suicides that happened just recently. These people had a lot of money. If if people like you know, Elvis and Marilyn Monroe that had fame and fortune, they still were unhappy. We have to choose to be happy. We have to choose to feel successful when the conditions of our life don't necessarily reflect that. If you're looking at a reality that you don't like, we have the, we have the faculties as a human being mm-hmm. to visualize something different, to Beautiful. speak something different to feel something different. And that's the inner work that needs to be done in order to change the results that we get on the outside. I love that. Such important work. The book is Quantum Success. Check out the Quantum uh, Success book. Dot com, but also check out Quantum Success Coaching Academy. Um, our time's flown by. We're down to our last minute or so. I want to give it all to you. What's a parting thought or a parting shot you have for our thousands of coaches listening today? Well, first of all, I'd love to give a gift. So if obviously you're listening to this, I would love to give you quantum success for free so that you can work with the universal laws, learn how to apply them, more importantly, so that you can create what you love in your career and find that purpose and meaning that you want in your career. You know, go from making five to six figures or go to making seven or eight figures and deliberately create what you do want in your life and less of what you don't. So all you have to do is I'm going to give you the book Quantum Success for free. You just have to pay for the shipping and you can get that at quantumsuccessbook.com. And the last thing I just want to say is that each one of us has the ability to create what we do want. It's where we focus our attention, where we focus our consciousness, where we focus our perspective and the momentum we take from that place. Mm. I love that. It's so important. I appreciate the work that you're doing. Thanks so much. I know that um, Clarice is going to contact you probably again because she's such a fangirl of Lisa Nichols. She's going to ask you all about how it is to be with Lisa and work with Lisa <laughs> and what it's like to know her. But what a generous gift. Go a immediately gift. to quantumsuccessbook.com and get the copy. Uh, get your own copy of Quantum Success, Seven Essential Laws for a Thriving, Joyful, and Prosperous Relationship with Work and Money. And check out and hit up Christy Whitman, that's what the kids say, (laughs) on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thank you so much for your work, and thanks for being with us today, Christy. Thank you so much for having me, Christopher and Clarice. Appreciate our time together. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Jeffrey Saint Laurent all about his Uncle Eve. No, we're not. We're going to talk about selling coaching and the the mistakes we're making and how we can uh, address them, do them better. You're listening to The Coaching Show right here on Accomplishment Media, uh, the home of extraordinary podcasts. Thanks for listening. We're uh, back in two minutes. Are you seeking to change your career to something that is both fulfilling and challenging? Do you want to help people reach their full potential and strive to achieve their dreams? Would you like to inspire those around you and help create a better world? If you're serious about a career change or just want to explore the craft of personal coaching, contact Accomplishment Coaching with locations across the country in Washington, D.C., Seattle, Chicago, New York City, and San Diego. Accomplishment Coaching is the leading institution in personal coaching. Our staff carefully monitors the entire program live during the training process and have met the strict 
standards of ICF International to achieve accreditation. Through a focus on quality instruction rather than endless modules of training, Accomplishment Coaching will guide you from your very first step all the way to becoming one of the finest coaches in the world. Visit AccomplishmentCoaching.com to learn more. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. Christopher McAuliffe is your source for the latest in the world of personal coaching. Whether it be speaking with such luminaries as Deepak Chopra or getting the newest techniques and innovation, the coaching show is always on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Welcome back to the today's edition of the coaching show. So we learned a lot. Did you learn a lot from Quantum Success? I did. You're still did. sort of a fangirl about the whole Lisa <laughs> Nichols thing, right? <laughs> Um, uh, that's the voice of Clarice Connolly. You can find out uh, more about Clarice by going to her website, empoweringwomen.coach. Singular. Singular. Right. <laughs> uh, anything you want people to know about you and your coaching career, who you are, what you're up to? I'm, I'm going into my third year this month, so I'm really excited about it. Just loving women and loving supporting people through transition. Great. Supporting women through transition, mm -hmm. empoweringwomen.coach. Mm -hmm. My name's Christopher McAuliffe. You can find out more by going to ChristopherMcAuliffe.com or TheCoachingShow.com or AccomplishmentMedia.com or pretty much anywhere you want, and <laughs> you'll find out uh, about me. Uh, I'm a master certified coach, master certified coach, 23 years in the business, and uh, each and every week we bring you the greatest minds in professional coaching right here on The Coaching mm -hmm. Show. Thanks for listening. We're at our new studio and our new home at Accomplishment Media after... 18, 16, 18 years at, um, at uh, WSRadio.com. I miss them. Do you miss them? Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, good talk. Um, I want to uh, let you know. Okay, there are a couple things about our next guest. I'm so excited. Yeah, right? So, first of all, everybody, 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 whether you're an uh, old person with gray hair like me or a young person with beautiful hair like you, uh, and the <laughs> coaching career, we've, we've got to deal with the business parts of coaching, yeah, right? Yeah, can't with avoid it. What, what some of us are reluctant to call selling coaching. And our next guest is an expert in that. He actually came up to coaching through personal training, was a leader in the fitness industry, uh, featured on dozens of educational fitness DVDs. He uh, had a BS in exercise phy physiology from a University of Massachusetts at Amherst. He uh, also grew his practice as a fitness leader and then became a coach then got trained as a coach and has now developed a, a huge coaching career as a also a business coach and a sought-after presenter he's the author of the highly inspiring book being fulfilled as well as five other books and business development programs we're delighted to welcome to our microphones jeffrey saint laurent hello sir hello it's great to be on the show thanks for being had as we like to say hey look around outside where do you find yourself today 
Where in the world? I'm are in you? Uh, beautiful Massachusetts, uh, just outside of Boston, maybe about uh, 40 minutes. Mm. Yeah, been Boston. here pretty much my whole life. So yeah, it's, it's we're getting ready for summer, accent. so I'm excited for it. I'm loving the accent. I'm also super loud in my own headphones, so I'm gonna turn that down. Okay, uh, what do you? Uh, Clarice is in her third year. Clarice, what do you want to know about selling coaching? Um, uh, wow, way to put me on the spot. Uh, I, yeah, I guess like what's one of the biggest things that you see most people that are doing that they could do differently? Well, you know what I'd say is, you know, when we're talking about coaches and they're starting off, uh, so many coaches, they, like any, like most professions, especially entrepreneurship, um, like you said, I came from the fitness industry. I've seen it there too, is we fall in love with the art of coaching, right? And the skill set of coaching and whether we go through a school or a course or whatever it is. And, and all we want to do is become a better coach. And then there's the, the tendency to say, Oh, I, I want to do this as a business and it's great. And so we, we move into it and we want to do it as a business and all I see people focusing on it. And I was there myself. I, I started this back in 2003, went full time and, it was just like, I want to be, become a better coach. But then there's like, well, what about the business of coaching? Mm-hmm. And then there's that selling aspect of it. And I was lucky er- very early on, one of my mentors that I, I started working with is like, he's like, dude, you need to learn how to sell, you know, because I wasn't getting any results. Mm-hmm. So if, if what they're doing wrong per se, it's, I wouldn't necessarily say wrong, but um, yeah, they're, they're just focusing on, I want to be a better coach. I want to be a better coach. Mm-hmm. And yes, so I'm not saying that's a wrong thing, however, if you want to create success in, in the business of coaching, we've got to really start to understand and, and hone, if you will. I like to call it the art of selling and the, and the, mm. the skill set of selling because I, I, the reason I, I'm doing why I do what I do now is I teach selling coaches and I help coaches transition to a full-time business. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I put all of that on my ability as, as understanding the skill set of selling and what I've learned over time, and that's why I'm teaching it. We definitely need some of that, uh, some of those skill sets now. Um, what's the, what's the number one piece when we look at skill sets? What's the number one like you must be able to X? What's the X? Yeah, and, and the X is is understand selling, and and that's where you know you even said you know in the intro to the show it's like oh you you almost use that word and it's like ooh we right? we have to ooh Not sell to. you know right. like it's mm-hmm. it's this <laughs> this dirty word right or this this word that just like people have become really uncomfortable with. In, in my motivation for, for doing all this is to say, it's like, hey, as I start to understand it better for myself, because I had the same, you know, feelings. I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, sell people or be pushy or, you know right. what I mean, or make anyone uncomfortable. Never mind, you know, being uncomfortable myself at, at if you will, point of sale, maybe after a complimentary session where I had to ask for money, you know. Right, right. And, and so it's like, I, I want to sh- sh- start to shift the perspective on it. So, because when you understand something, it's less scary. And when you understand something, I want to make it so it's fun because there's nothing better at loving what you do and and working at the skill set of coaching, let's say. But then when we actually get to be paid for it, wow, right? Isn't that great? It's it's the most phenomenal feeling in the world. That's where entrepreneurship comes from. And so now it's just like if we start to really understand that and it becomes fun for us, now we can actually have a sustainable business. Do you feel like there's selling inside of the complimentary sessions that you offer? Yeah, you know, selling begins at point of contact. When you initially connect with someone, and it doesn't matter with what medium, it could be in a virtual space or, or a face-to-face space at an event, 
that's where the selling begins. And, and I, don't, I don't view it as like, oh, I'm starting to try and sell this person. Uh, but the first phase of it all is, is when you start connecting with somebody. And ultimately, if, if, if I were to start getting to some meat here, you know, I'd say, you know, if we would think about selling from the, the purest sense is, is where selling becomes effortless is when someone has a need for something and they know they have a need for it. And not only do they have a need for it, but more importantly, the timing of that need is right now. Then we create a situation where they're seeking a solution. And we've experienced this in life, whether it's, you know, we need a new car or we're buying a TV or you fill in the blank of what you need. Even just if it's a, a, you know, something that you're buying, like an item like that. Right. But there's like you might need you might need a new TV or want a TV. But then all of a sudden when let's say, you know, the NBA NBA finals are on, you know, and you want to watch it. And the TV's not working. Now I've got the, the justification. Timing's right, and you right. find yourself at Best Buy buying a TV. Exactly. But let's talk about that for a moment because we all resist sales, right? Like I will go into the TV store with the intention to purchase a TV. I know approximately my budget and my requirements. And then somebody that the store pays to support me in making that decision and making that purchase comes over and says to me, Can I help you? And I say, No, because I don't want to be sold, right? I'm going to make my own damn decision and make my own poor choice of television. <laughs> what, what do we do about that resistance to being sold? People don't want to be sold, and yet they want the good or service that we offer. Yeah, and, that's, and that comes down to our approach. Mm. And it's how we approach this. As, as people, or as coaches, like, or even forget it, being back away from coaches, like as, as humans, we don't necessarily know how to approach that, right? So if we have something that we, we have for sale, which is, let's say, our coaching service, we're, we're uber passionate about it. But then someone comes up to us and, and we start to talk to them and we, we think to ourselves, what? Oh, my God, wouldn't this be, you know, my ideal client or this person could so benefit if, if they were to hire me as their coach. But then what happens is our approach brings it to the place where that person becomes uncomfortable or we start to push them away. Whereas we don't take the time to understand the position they're in and the need that they actually have. And that's why when I start to teach selling to coaches, as I start to say like, and that's where I say, when, when does the selling begin? And it begins at you know point of contact, right? When we start initiating with them. But I don't want you to think like, oh, I'm selling them something. It's like, I want to start to understand and connect with them and understand who they are. What are they going through in their world right now where they might have a need that I could potentially help them with with what I do? Because what I, we know what coaching is, but the average person doesn't know what coaching is. And nor can we explain to someone what coaching is because it's, a, it's such an experiential or nebulous thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, so, go ahead. I hear two facets to that. Like, there's almost this, like, reading the individual, like, seeing what their personality type may be. Like, whether you could just go in and laser, like, this is the direct ask or whether you've kind of got to create a relationship or just knowing personality types or knowing uh, people's... Uh, body language but then I also have this conversation that's happening where I'm like oh but what about social media so it's like knowing what their wants are or knowing what they're looking for their gap or what's going on in their life knowing their personality or like knowing their body language so how do we translate that into social media if you can't have any of those well yeah it's it's no it's honestly it's no different I mean oh. if you do face-to-face I mean yeah you can definitely read someone a lot differently with the nonverbals. Mm-hmm. obviously the verbal and the nonverbals, like you're, you're talking about there but if you're taking the time to connect with somebody and, and you keep your agenda in the back of your mind not just get rid of it but I mean yeah at the end of the day who, who doesn't want uh, someone to hire us you know mm-hmm. as their coach 
of course we want business, but we take the time to connect with them and not just jump right in and be like, hey, listen, I've got this great course or, you know, would you ever consider hiring me as your coach? And jumping right in is, I like to say, is we want to have the conversation and the only time we would approach somebody where we would ask them if they'd ever consider hiring us as their coach. The only time is after we've understood a need that they have that we know we could help them with. We've identified the fact that not only do they have this need, but they, they really want they really want to do something about it right now, and, and the timing couldn't be better. And then once we understand that, the next step could be just identifying, you know, are they looking to do something about it? Are, are they recognizing that they need some help? And typically, if we're talking social media, et cetera, if they've joined, let's say, a Facebook group of yours or some other social platform uh, where you're talking about that specific area, you know, it's, it's safe to assume that the reason they join that is because they want to do something about it, mm-hmm. but it also can't hurt to ask. And once you do that, let me, let me give this approach to you. Once you, this is, this is the lang- listen to the language that I'll go into when I say this is once I, I take, I've taken the time to get to know them and learn more about where they're, they're coming from. And this could be, you know, this could be done Facebook Messenger, let's say, email or, or on the phone. And oftentimes when we start having a conversation, I like to get them to the phone where I can start to know them a little bit better. But once I learn that, what, what I'll say to them is, hey, listen, Clarice, I, I can't help but uh, see that, you know, you want to go after X, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'd elaborate on what, what specifically you're going after. You know, it's, it's clear to see that you seriously want to, you know, go after this new world right now. And from our conversation, it sounds as if the timing couldn't be better for this. Mm-hmm. You know, based on that and knowing what I do, I can't help but ask, if you'd ever consider taking a closer look at how I could help you if you were to hire me as your coach. And the only reason I ask is because I see you wanting what you want so badly and knowing I can help. I would almost feel like I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask. Mm -hmm. But of course, I don't know if this is something you're genuinely open to or considering. So I'd just love to hear your open and honest thoughts either way my only my only objective in the end is to serve you and help move you forward. There's a lot there because you're tying it to the the service that you provide and that it's all in the frame of supporting them and also whether or not now is the right time. One of the things that I'm getting from this conversation that I haven't heard from other people talking about selling coaching is the timing. Is the timing right? And that really puts the person not only in a in a position of choosing but once they've chosen, now they're sort of obligated, right? It's kind of like, well, if now is the time, then what action will you take, right? What's Absolutely. The, um, in your coach training, did you get this uh, this kind of training, or is this something that came to you either before, out of your uh, out of your experience as a as a trainer and a leader in the fitness industry, or is it something that's come to you since? No, it, it actually, what I realized, it didn't come to me with any of the training I did, and nor did I ever take any sales training specifically. Um, when I was doing personal training, um, I was selling, but I just didn't know what I was doing. Mm. And and then when I started learning the art of selling, that after I told you that mentor who said, "Dude, you need to learn how to sell," um, I started understanding it and going and looking back at my training career, going like, "Oh man, I was selling," you know, because I was successful as a trainer. I mean, I was getting paid. And so then I just started to understand it here, and and it became a conscious effort. And some of the things that I'm teaching now to you is that's when it, it became, wow, th- this is something that I, I can really use and I can become really effective at it and I want to be able to teach other people how to do that. Mm-hmm. But there's a, if you notice in that approach that I said, like you said, there's, there is a lot there. 
in, in every single word I use is very intentional mm -hmm. because not only is when you here's the thing that I understand when you when you hear someone have a need right and I'm gonna really take this away from coaching because this, this is very easy to understand if if you hear someone at a party talking and you know, I'm from Boston so we have some pretty good winners out here you know yeah and, and someone's like at a party and they're like oh my god my car's so bad in the snow I so need to get snow tires and I, and I need to get them now because God, I, I don't even know if I can make it home. And you and you sell snow tires, and you and you hear this conversation. It's very clear that this person has a need. They need snow tires, and it's very clear that they need something to do something about it now. Wouldn't it be almost your obligation if you ever wanted to actually stay in business as a snow snow tire salesperson to say, Hey, listen, I couldn't help but overhear the, your conversation when you needed snow tires. I actually. Um, have a shop where we sell great snow tires. I'm curious, do you have a place or do you know where you're going to get those some? Or would you be open to taking a closer look what we offer to see if it's something I can help you with? So lots of how, permission, how lots of soft. How can someone get yeah. mad at that? Right. Because right? you're basing it on what they're telling you. I call this permission-based selling or needs-based asking. I'm asking based on a need. I'm not asking based on what I want. Or, or because I've got a product or service that I just want to sell you. See, that's the difference. There's uh, there's so many questions, and our time is ticking by quickly. Do you mind if I kind of give you some rapid fire? Go rapid, baby. <laughs> Thanks. It's been so long since anyone called me baby. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> is there a bad idea to explain coaching to, to clients? I get all these people's stories yeah. about like, oh, they want to know what is coaching. Yeah, let me give you want rapid. I'll give you exactly. So someone comes up to you after an event, after whatever. Hey, tell me more about your coaching. How much does your coaching cost? Any question around that family? Because you say, I'd love to tell you more about my coaching. I'm curious. Why do you ask? Great. So as soon as you can, flip it back to them and what <laughs> they're up back, to. Because what's going to happen is, is you're you're now you're going to be, oh my god, I'd love to tell you about my coaching, and you just like run off your Spill mouth. The beans. And you have no <laughs> idea why they even asked you. Mm -hmm. If someone's asking you about coaching. You know what, maybe they're in a position where they might be considering working with you mm -hmm. or need to understand a little bit more about what it is to see if it's something they're open to. Mm -hmm. But by you talking about it, like I said earlier, it's an experiential uh, service. You're not going to get anywhere with it, even if you could explain it the best person in the world. So what we need to better understand is, is hey, I'd love to you flip it around. I'm curious, why do you ask? Then you get into understanding what their need. And then now you've also taken back, if you will, control of the conversation but at the same time, they feel like they have control of it because they're talking about what they need to talk about in the first place. And Which then is, you yeah. can get to that point where you understand everything I just talked about and potentially make an approach. And then you go into the, yeah, is this the right time stuff? Let's. Uh, what about people that want to, I know every coach has these, tons of people who want to think about it. Oh, I have to talk to, I can't d decide today. Oh, I need to look at my finances. Oh, I need to talk to my spouse. Oh, I'm going to think about it. What do you tell those people? What do you do with those folks? Well, first off, you need to understand what it is that they need to think about. Um, I always say if I'm teaching people is like if you're getting to the end of uh, you know a complimentary call or something like that where you, you know you're asking them to hire you and they're giving you any objection, money, time, things like that. Odds are, what happens is you don't take enough time in the beginning to qualify them. And what I mean by qualifying them is is understanding do they have a real need. And is the timing now? And the third piece is, are they seriously considering or at least open to hiring you as their coach? Right? So if you don't take the time to do that, a lot of, a lot of coaches just, they're like, they're giving out commentary sessions or discovery calls or whatever they want to call them, 15 minute, 30 minute, who knows how long. Mm -hmm. And they're just giving them out to anyone that breathes that's anyone waiting, to, uh, you know, willing to talk to them. 
And what that what that doesn't do is to take into consideration, well, why are they why are they even wanting on this call? And what is the expectation? So you're given all of these calls and now I've got all these calls and you're excited, half the people blow you off or cancel or you try and get back to them, they join witness protection and, and you know, you never hear from <laughs> and, and next thing you know, you know, or or your closing percentage if I'm talking in sales terms, you know, you're getting very few clients out of it. But it's like, well, you're giving them a pitch at the end, if you will, if I want to say it like that. And they're just, how do you even know that they're they're considering hiring you? How do you know that they're even going through something that, you know, right. is of interest to them with what you offer? So if you get down to that, the end, think about, hey, am I not, if you keep getting that, number one, maybe I'm not doing a better, good enough job qualifying them before I'm giving them a complimentary session. Number two, sales is all about understanding where the person is in their mind and what they're thinking all the way along the process, not just at the end. So if they're at that point and they're like, oh my God, I need, I need to think about this, I, mean, I can certainly appreciate that. I'm curious, um, what is it specifically that you need to think about? Right? right. So I want to start to understand what they're thinking. And you know, another objection, I, I don't have the money or money's right. tight right now. I'm curious if you did have the money, would you hire me right now? You know, if the answer is, oh my God, absolutely, great. They've got some motivation. Let's find out what's going on. If there's a hesitation, it, it's not about the money. It's never about the money, right? Right. It's it's about where the value they perceive. So we've got to start to understand where this person's thinking, and then we only get one shot right then and there. Got it. So it's not it's not a think about it. Think about it is a terrible idea. What about um? I want to go back to you know there are dinosaurs like me, and I just like <laughs> talk to people. I use the telephone. I have conversations. I meet with people. Yes. Uh, but the kids today they're using this uh, inter interweb thing. Uh, is it important to be in all the places? Like, do you want to be on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and uh, whatever else they got out there, Instagram and everything? Or is it is it still something that people do person to person? What's your recommendation? Well, uh, yeah, the, the, if you will, the kids these days. I love how you said that. It's like, yeah, so people are people are relying on virtual conversations to get the job done. They're relying on automation to get the job done, and that's not where it's at. If 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 you talk about statistics and people say, oh, it's all about a numbers game, it's, it's, yeah, at the end of the day, if you look at it, yeah, there's a very small percentage of people that do, if you will. So, yeah, if you've gotten to the point where you've got very large audience and databases, at some point you've got to be more automated, and then you can get sales just out of sheer volume. Mm -hmm. But when you start an off, and, and you're even in your first five to ten years, you know, I've, you say, what, you've been doing this, what, 23 years or something like that? Good mm -hmm. for you. Um, I've been doing, what, 14-plus years. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm on the phone. I'm going to have you know, back and forth communication. I'm doing, if you will, that old school, if you, I hate to say it like that, but you can have conversations, real conversations with these people. You can't expect to just have this automation, an autoresponder um, or, or, or a series like that and expect to convert your clients. Um, so, and it's, especially in terms of social media, no, I, I don't recommend you go everywhere. I recommend you go, once you've identified your audience, I like to say helping who with what specifically, nice. your, your, your headline, if you will, um, well, where are those people? That's the whole point of marketing is in having a defined audience and say now we not only know what we're speaking to them, but now we know where they are and where they hang out, right? So if I'm working with professionals, maybe I'm going to focus on LinkedIn. If I'm dealing with like, let's say, um, moms, stay-at-home moms or something like that, I might go more towards a Facebook, mm -hmm. right? So, so go where your audience is and then find them and then be in front of them and focus. Like I'm on Facebook. You know, I, why do I need to be on LinkedIn and on Instagram and on you name it? It's like, let me, is there, is there not enough people on Facebook? <laughs> you know, I, you know, I so it's it. like, let me, let me understand the platform. Let me blow it up. Let me like be there all the time. And let me not worry about having to like 
scurry around everywhere and then you just you don't get any traction so i love this thanks so much for sharing all of it and we're running out of time my last question for you is what's if you had the next two three minutes to give someone a parting shot or parting thought of like what do they need to know or what really needs to shift uh, what would you say uh, number one i would just say slow it down um, set your expectations correct or educate your expectations you know this is this is a, a long play meaning if you're do, doing this for for real for a business wherever you at whatever your goals are I don't care how big or small it, it's a long-term thing uh, related back to fitness you know you get X amount of pounds to lose you want to get it's not just oh I'm gonna do this for the next amount of weeks or months it's like it's a long-term thing that you're gonna do for the rest of your life you know and it's gonna morph and evolve over time with and technology etc and, and as you evolve as a person and your life changes but slow yourself down um, get rid of all, you know, don't think about the funnels and all the electronic and having all the, the, the hundreds and, or thousands of dollars, if you will, in, in all this automated stuff that just bogs you down and slows you down is, is define who you really want to uh, go after with your audience. It's most likely to come from, you know, a strong why that you've come from and, and find out where those people are and then deliver some great education to them consistently on a weekly basis, just like shows like this, right? You're, you're delivering consistent education to your audience. You're upscaling them, and in, in the meantime, that's, that's allowing them to not only benefit from what you're doing, I call it education-based marketing. You're, you're, they're benefiting from what you're doing, but it's also building value for what you do as a coach. So when they come to you, they're, they're that much already more qualified. And then take the time to interact with people and build relationships. You're building an audience. You're building a fan base, a community. You know, and, and so as you take the time to, to nurture those relationships, not only that, but stay in front of them via email, via you know, social media as well, however you choose, live events, you know, virtual communications like this, be on the lookout for conversations that you can have for people to find out where their needs are and then start practicing what I like to call that sales conversation. You know, it's a sales conversation where you get to really understand where people are at. And then when you really understand where they're at and the needs they have, and you've taken the time to understand the timing of it, that's where we can start creating some of those approaches. And that's, the, that's where you start to work on that craft where, where I rewind back to that little sample approach that I gave you. Mm -hmm. I was able to, I was, it was able to roll off my tongue. It was able to come out smooth, calm, collected, and, and have the language and all the necessary parts to it is because this is my first time doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and when you get good at that, it becomes fun and it becomes exciting because you know where a person's at and you can you can break away all the superficial like I need to think about it and well I don't know and all that other stuff and, and you can start to actually get down to just like you would as a coach get down to what's really going on what they're really thinking what they're really feeling and you can you can offer some genuine help and then you can get places with people but slow it down create those conversations and that's gonna allow you to really get to understand people and create a business for yourself Great. The website is sellingcoaching.com. Check it That's out. It. Uh, the man is Jeffrey Saint Laurent. Jeffrey, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate you very much. Thank um, you for having me on. I appreciate it. Is there anything else for you, uh, Miss uh, Clarice, before we say farewell? No, I just love that. Like, thanks so much for um, shifting the, the paradigm in which people view selling. It's really much more powerful. I like the permission-based selling. That's very, that sticks. It's like, oh. Great. Oh. Next week, I'll be joining you from uh, my microphone will be in New York City on my way to that uh, conference in Pittsburgh. Uh, we'll have, do you know who's on the show next week? Do we have show notes? A really great 
guess. You have no idea. I, I do. I just it. don't remember. <laughs> All right. Once again, go check out uh, sellingcoaching.com. Thank you so much for listening, dear listeners. That's another edition of the Coaching Show behind us each week, bringing you the greatest minds in professional coaching and human development. Thanks for listening. Thanks for finding us on Accomplishment Media, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>